Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Schaap. Coach Foley, you're about to begin your 19th season here at Little Rock, and uh, it seems like yesterday you were announced and getting the job, and they were building this brand-new Jack Stevens Center. Well, they were building the Stevens Center, and, and uh, you know, that was the main reason I came down here because I knew you'd have a great place to recruit to, and Little Rock's a great city, and so it's worked out really well. I've enjoyed it. It's been, it's been fun, and, uh, you know, I was thinking, uh, thinking about that the other day. I've started starting my 43rd year, I think, and, you know, for Coach to be blessed like I have to be at two great institutions like Arkansas Tech and Little Rock and be able to win a lot of games. It's it, not many coaches that really get as blessed as I've been. You got another 19 in you? No, no, <laughs> no. Uh, I'm trying to trying to get through this year and see see, see what, what happens. See what happens. You know? Well, I know one guy that's not going to get get much further than this year. And that's Gary Blair. He's already announced your good friend has announced this as his last go around. Well, Gary told me back earlier in, in the summer that uh, he thought this would be the last one, but he has told me that before and went on through. So he made it public this time, and I was kind of a little bit surprised, but not totally surprised. And you know uh, what Gary does is you know. Uh, to me, he deserves everything he wants to do. Uh, he's put in a lot of time in this game, and he's been great for the women's game. He's been a great ambassador, and there's not a better, not a better friend, and not a better person out there that I've that I've been associated with. He's always treated me with class. He's helped me, and uh, you know you don't find many coaches that go out of their way to try to help other people like he does in this profession, especially anymore. And Gary was brought up in the kind of the way I was. You should always help your your cohorts and and do everything you can to make this game better. And uh, there's been many calls that we've talked, and he's tried to say, "Do you want to do this? If you do, I'll help you do that." And you know, like I say, he's one of the few that I know that would do that. You guys have gone back and forth on who has the most wins. You keep coaching a couple of more years, you'll pass him. <laughs> that that's not any concern of mine. I mean, that's. Gary's done what he's done, and he's he's won some big games. And you know, anytime he won a national championship, yeah, uh, that's the pinnacle of everything that you're trying to do in this profession. And you know, he's been in some Final Fours, and he's had some great players. And you know, there's nobody that works harder to get his players overseas in the WNBA. I mean, he he is uh, to me, he's the person that. Uh, you know, like I say, not only does he try to help his his cohorts, but he tries to help his players as much or more than any coach I know. You opened the season with Missouri State on November the ninth. They beat Missouri Baptist in an exhibition game, one hundred seven to thirty three. That's pretty scary. That's pretty scary. And you know, to know that they were the only—I think they were, there was one of two teams that returned every starter last year, made it back to their second Sweet Sixteen, which is hard to hard to do. And then they've got every one of them back this again this year. And it's almost like they might be better. Well, that, the coach said they were better. She, she went on record on on that. Coach Weedor was telling me they did a broadcast and said, I think we're a lot better this year than we were last year. So you're talking about bringing a great team in. You know, this, to me, this should be a top ten team. You know, you know because they're mid-major, they're not giving the credit until they go out and, and win again and show everybody. But if you've been in the Sweet 16 the last two years and you got everybody coming back, I think you deserve to be, you know, a lot higher than what they are right now. Obviously, your schedule is littered with Division One 
in Power Five opponents with Arkansas, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt, Auburn, Alabama. Two of those coming to the Jack Stevens Center this year in Alabama and Auburn. Yeah, and you know the thing there was both of them communicated with us that hey, we'll come there if you want us to. And you know, to me, that gives our like I say, that gives our program the credit that what we've done gives them the uh, the faith that okay, we'll come in and play you guys, and we know that you're always going to be pretty good, and you're going to win a bunch of games, and you know, get a chance to win your conference and be in the NCAA, and. You know, that gives them no fear that they're getting beat, they're taking a chance and getting beat by a mid-major that is going to really lower their RPI. Uh, they they know, understand that we, used to, we can help them raise their RPI, and that's what all of them is trying to do. And, you know, they don't just go out and play the, the weak sisters anymore because it hurts their power ratings, and that's how they get seated in NCAA. So uh, that's the respect that we've got from programs like that, that, hey, we'll come there and play you. And, you know, you've been around me now. I'm not going to play anybody that won't come in and play us. And so to get those type teams, uh, I think, uh, gives a lot of credit to our program. Played Arkansas here inside the Jack Stevens Center last year, a close game, 10-point game. Might not have been as close as the score indicated, but – you get to go to Fayetteville for the first time ever this season. We do. We do. And, you know, being an Arkansas guy, that excites you. You know, I mean, I never thought we'd, you know, 10 years ago you knew you weren't going to be playing in Fayetteville. Right. You knew you weren't going to be playing Razorbacks. And now you know you're going to be playing. Mike have made that possible. And now we're even going to get to play in Fayetteville. And to me, that's, you know, like I say, being an Arkansas guy, that that's pretty, that's pretty phenomenal. Your makeup of your team this year, a lot of transfers, a lot of youth. I've seen a couple of practices. It seems like they're starting to kind of mold. You've had a couple of scrimmages. The first one you thought was okay, but then maybe a setback this past weekend with the scrimmage. Well, it was. And, of course, one of the reasons is we had one of our starters that was not out there with us. And, you know, right now uh, we're pretty uh, – there's not a lot of depth right now because a lot of knee injuries, a lot of – uh, deals associated with the, you know, the virus, COVID. We've got a couple with the heart, you know, myocarditis, and uh, so they won't be with us for a little while. So with knees and that, uh, we're pretty limited. And like I say, it's already hit us with one of the starters, and then two of the starters are coming off knee injuries, so they're not in shape. And you know me, that's the way we win most of our games is by being in great shape. We've usually worked hard during the summer, and you know, so that's not been available to us. So I think it's going to be a slow start, but it can, you know, it's not going to discourage me as long as they keep their heads up and want to learn and keep moving forward. I think by conference, so if we get everybody back and keep moving, I think we'll be a very competitive team. Kristen Vorns is one that I think has surprised me, and I think it'll surprise Trojan fans when they see her out there playing in the first game this season because she was not expected to be back until maybe January coming yeah. off of the ACL. Could have easily been, been December. That's what most of them would have done. And, I, you know, I think she really made great progress through the summer. I think here lately she's got a little little soreness because of all the practice that's kind of set her back a little bit. But just to even be out there at this time is is good. And uh, and that's what I'm saying is she's – she gets to, to really feeling good. We get the other postman f- feeling pretty good on her knee and get the other kid back that maybe, you know, whether it's cartilage or not, we don't know, but get the other start. That's going to help us tremendously. And, you know, there's nothing you can do about that. Uh, they can't do anything about it. I can't do anything about it. It's just part of basketball. It's part of sports. Injuries are always part of it. But at least they're not, you know, career ending. They're not season ending. I think all of them will be ready by the time conference rolls around, and that's when you need them.
Myra Kais, Sato, your point guard. Fast, 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 and it looks like, from what I've seen in practice, she's worked on her shot a lot over the summer. We worked it a lot on the, in the off season. I said, you've got to get where you can hit a 15-footer because if you can, they can't just keep dropping off of you. It'll change the whole complexion of what we can do on the offensive. So, you know, I know she worked hard with us. I think she went home during the summer and worked hard at home, played on the, some inter, uh, national team there. And uh, she wants to. Uh, she's, she's the type of player you want to coach. She plays with enthusiasm. She plays hard. She doesn't get down because something's not going the right way. If you had five, six of those type players, coaching would be a breeze. It seems like sometimes it might be hard to understand her, though, because she's from Columbia. Sometimes when she's talking, she's got that accent going. But it seems like the players understand what she's wanting them to do. Well, I think that helps me and her get along a lot better, too, when we don't understand each other all the time. <laughs> yeah, she might kinda, not understand you. It's kind of like me and Chas. We didn't always understand, but we knew how to get things done, and, and it ended up being great. So I, I hope that uh, Myra, like I say, she's getting better. I think she's learned a lot about the game. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, as a point guard, you won't find anybody any quicker. And so she's going to put the, the defense at a, at a disadvantage right off the bat. And she, you know, and she, she's understanding what she can and can't do. Uh, and that comes with experience. And like I say, if she can pull up and, and start shooting a little jumper, that, that will help her and it will tremendously help us. I've seen you in practice talk to your ladies time and time again. We're going to get the shots. Yeah. If you run the offense, the shots are going to be there knock them down when they come your way exactly and you know most that's the thing that you know anymore that you're we're going to get to the top players you know that's playing AEU ball and the ones that don't go the power five we're going to get some good players and they're used to taking shots just whenever they want to and now you got to come into a structure where you know in college you got to make sure that you're taking good shots. So shot selection is something that they don't, don't understand right off the bat. They're saying, you know, I can't shoot that. I can't. Well, it's a matter of taking high percentage shots at the right time. If you're going to be a, a winner consistently, you got to know you got to take great shots. And if they're missing them, it doesn't bother me. But and as long as they're good shots, it doesn't bother me. It's, and I tell them, there's going to be nights you're not going to make shots. It's just part of the game. And that's the reason you got to play great defense to give yourself a chance to stay close and maybe hit one at the end that will win it. I've had a lot of teams that, you know, we didn't shoot well certain nights, but we stayed right there with them. We ended up getting lucky at the end because we worked hard and we won a lot of those games. But if you can't play defense, then those nights it's just automatic giveaway and, and you don't want that. So, uh, you know, I teach both sides of the ball, and I think you got to be good on both sides to be a, a champion. And, you know, so that that's the reason I think we've been consistent in what we've done. You're in a couple of uh, holiday tournaments this year. Let's talk first one about the uh, trip to Tulsa. ORU is hosting a tournament uh, right after Thanksgiving. Well, you know, at our mid-major level, it's hard to buy people to come into your place. You don't have enough money to do that. So to get to play uh, games on neutral floors and things sometimes is the best. And, uh, you know, we played so many tough schools anyway that we felt if we went to tournaments and played a little bit of neutral uh, games – if, because we can't get them at home, it's better than trying to play on the road all the time. So that's the reason we're doing that. And it also, I think, gives you the chance to understand by the time you get to your uh, 
conference tournament, you know you've got to play two or three games, four games in a row. So it gives you a little chance to say, all right, we played tonight, we've got to turn around and play tomorrow. And you kind of done that now. And a lot of times, most of the years, we haven't done that. So it's kind of like we get to the conference tournament and we play, and then all of a sudden, we've got to turn around. So this will kind of give them a little bit of chance to understand how much concentration it's going to take after you play one game, turn around, forget it, and go right to the next game. And sometimes that's hard, especially when you win. People don't understand. That's hard to do sometimes because you you always think, okay, I did this pretty good. I scored 20. I did well. That can't take place in the tournament. You've got to turn and just go. Just forget that one. No matter what happened in that game, and go right to the next one. And also, right before Christmas, we head to New Orleans to uh, Tulane University. They're hosting a holiday tournament as well. Yep. And uh, again, I'm looking forward to that. And that. You know, that could be two neutral games because we set it up where, you know, the winners will play the winners and the losers play the losers. And uh, so, you know, if we win and New Orleans or Tulane wins, we'll play. And if we win and they lose, we'll play somebody different on the neutral. So that could be two neutral games. But you know they're going to take the easier team. So of course. Likely, you're, going to, you're going to end up. <laughs> but at least, you know, like I say, we're playing one neutral. Again, it gets you ready for your conference tournament. Let the kids understand the turnaround. And, you know, I love going to New Orleans. You know, we've been there several years, conference tournaments, and uh, New Orleans always been a great city for us, and I enjoy being down there. And the Sun Belt Conference this year, obviously with it not a COVID year, although it's still around, but it's going to be a full schedule. You're going to play everybody as opposed to last year where you only played teams in the West. Exactly. And, you know, that to me, that was tough last year. I mean, I, I didn't enjoy that at all. And I knew it was, you know, we had to do it. You can't just say, okay, you can't do it. But, you know, it, to me, it took a lot of the fun out of it because I always enjoy playing different people. And if you're going to have a true true conference, you got to play each other to know and get ready for your conference tournament. And it's just like, you know, we never played Troy and – didn't play the Carolinas well we did in the tournament but we didn't really know who they were and stuff like that and to me that that hurts your conference a little bit you know so you know Troy was a great team I'd love to have played them last year and you know it's it makes a great rivalry because we both won championships and you know so I miss that competitiveness. When you look at the conference tournament it's in Pensacola they've expanded it though to where the days that is Everybody's still going to go, but it's all going to be at the base center. Do you like that? I do. I do. I, I didn't like playing in the other gym at all. It didn't seem like, a, to me, a quality tournament. I, you know, and, and that to me is, you know, you ought to be able to play on on the floor that you're competing against. You know, if one team played in that building and you didn't, then that's not fair either. So, to me, I, I enjoyed it. I was all for it. And, you know, if it expanded a day or two, that's fine with me. And, you know, it's all about championship season at that time and that that week. And March is a big week. And, you know, kids go down there and have fun and, and compete. There's a lot of shifting the landscape of college athletics. And it, Little Rock might not be in the Sun Belt much longer. We don't know. But to go to Pensacola and possibly win in what might be one of the last years, that would be pretty special. It would be. You know, I've started my career here in the Sun Belt and, you know, who knows, might end my career, you know, going out of the Sun Belt. And, uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed being in it. I've, you know, it's been a great conference for us. And I think we've proven that we're one of the better teams in it year in and year out. And I, I like that. And, uh, you know, like you say, we don't even know what conferences are going to be left the way it's looking right now. They're abandoning, you know. Uh, there's To me, it's it's amazing how all of a sudden it can all just break apart again and people just start scattering. And, you know, uh, uh, Conference USA, geez, you know, I mean, 
they were supposedly one of the better team, you know, conferences and that solid. And, you know, we, us, it seemed like us and them were kind of always competing against each other. Mm -hmm. And now, we're, you know, we've proven that we're the better conference and they don't even, may not even have a conference. So, you know, I, I don't know. As a coach, you just don't know what to think about it. It's going to be nice to have the jack back open this year to where anybody that wants to come can come. No limitations on how many fans can be in the stands. Exactly. And, and you know, uh, you know, everybody still worries about it, but I think it's kind of to the point now where people understand, you know, hey, uh, it's pretty safe. I can go watch a game and, you know, take every precaution that they want to and, and feel comfortable about being in a crowd. And I hope we have crowds. I hope it's, uh, you know, back to the old way where there's a lot of people watching and enjoying and, and we've got a doubleheader to start the season and we don't get to play many of those. I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, I'll get to watch Daryl's team play and uh, I don't get to see them play very often, which you don't either because you're always with us. And I really miss those days when we mm -hmm. got to watch the men play and, you know, when they were winning, Coach Beard's winning championship, that was, you know, something. And so, uh, you know, I think Daryl's got a good ball club and, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to that first game. I'm looking forward to actually having basketball back. Oh, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, like I say, I hope it's not dead. It just When you stand up and holler in the gym and everybody hears you, that ain't no fun as a coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, because uh, sometimes what you say, you don't want everybody to hear. You just want your team to hear. Yeah, exactly. And you say something, you say, oh, I'm going to sit down. <laughs> coach, good luck this year. Uh, I appreciate it very much. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Shep. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.